everyone welcome back to my placadian universe i'm gonna talk about something today that bugs me and i want to know if it bugs you too whenever i'm watching a show and someone speaking with an accent they put subtitles on that person and it's always a person of color and it bugs so let's talk about it So one of the best courses I ever took in university <laughs> was uh, just this course on, I talk about it all the time, just unearthing and sort of challenging our um, implicit biases. And a lot of people couldn't handle it, couldn't handle that uh, they were socialized into a racist society and a lot of their implicit bias was, you know, not ideal. And, um, you know, I sat in the front row of that lecture room and, you know, just was like eating it up like ice cream. Uh, <laughs> um, I think I mentioned that a lot of people, white people dropped that class because uh, there was some truths getting dropped in that class that they could not handle. But anyways, it was lightning. And so, um, I use the skills that I learned in that course, like in my day to day life. And one of the things is just watching out for um, these, you know, well, not just microaggressions, but like just normalized racism, I guess, that I just coin a term normalized racism. <laughs> and that happens a lot in the media. And, you know, one of the examples was, you know, um, our professor, she just like took a newspaper and just started like reading stuff out and questioning us about, you know, what we thought about this. And it was like um, this uh, little girl, you know, um, at the time, like this little girl was missing and she was um, Asian and they had to mention that she spoke English. And, you know, the question was, why was that a necessary piece of information? If this was um, a white child, do you think that they would have had to specify that she spoke English? It would have been assumed, you know, I mean, they talked about like, you know, sh what school she went to, where she lives, you know, all these kinds of things. And it was just this normalized racism that they, we were assuming that it had to be specified that, you know, this was... Um, an English speaking child. So, you know, I, it always stuck with me and I always look for these kinds of things. And one of the things that really bugs me is, you know, whenever I'm watching a television program and it could run, you know, it could be any type of program, cooking show, um, like housing show, you know, anytime someone's like interacting with, um, somebody, in the public, I always find that um, they, uh, this person has an accent, and if they are a non-white person, they will subtitle that person, even if they are speaking um, in English, uh, the 
accent has to be um, of a non-white person and the someone somewhere is making the assumption that we, the viewer, couldn't possibly understand the plain English that this person is speaking and it bugs me because it is normalized racism. Um, there are many accents um, that, you know, if someone was speaking in an English accent, like, you know, they were from the United Kingdom, uh, I guarantee they would not subtitle it. And I'll tell you a story uh, about uh, when many years ago, um, my husband and I were traveling in England and um, I guess we look like locals because <laughs> this man asked us for directions or something. I still to this day have no idea what he said to us. Uh, I actually, no, I do understand one word. It was mate, I think was uh, in there. And um, lit like, <laughs> I just, I, I have this perfect image of, the terror that came across our face because we had no idea what this man was saying to us and you know we sort of were like oh pardon and then um finally like uh, my husband just said say I'm sorry we have no idea what you just said <laughs> and like we leaned in really close to his face trying to like hope that that made like it clear I don't know anyways the point is he, he just sort of burst out laughing and then just sort of was like all right and just went about his business no idea what he said but um he was speaking English it was just such rapid um accented English that uh that we just didn't understand um and I was thinking I wonder I always think would they've subtitled that white Englishman <laughs> if they had the you know if it was on a network television program probably not and uh, I'll tell you it was hard to understand and so um I'm not saying that it's not hard to understand I'm just saying it's uh, it's definitely racist when they're doing it because it's it's um it's always, always, always um, a non-white person, and I can understand them fairly clearly. I mean, they're, you know, sometimes they're, like, in a service industry. They're dealing with people, and I was like, these people don't walk around with subtitles, and I think you're um, exposing yourself a little bit um, by assuming that they need to be subtitled. I always found it just, just that little bit... Um, offensive and presumptive and frankly, frankly racist. Um, they don't need subtitles. They just don't. So as a Canadian, there are many different um, accents across uh, the country. Um, and, you know, I also think of, you know, when I visit another country, I know that I have an accent to people. They would say that I have an accent um, as well. And, you know, I feel like there's just that um, a, the, there's this 
idea or there's this um, assumption that you're not going to understand somebody if they're, you know, a non-white person speaking with an accent and that there's like a hierarchy, just like in races, there's like a hierarchy of accents. And, you know, the under the accents, you know, there's like Australian um, accents, uh, you know, like I mentioned, you know, it's so sophisticated and classy and, you know, um, whereas, you know, no one will say that about, um, you know, an accent of, you know, someone who's, for example, you know, Chinese or something, no one will ever you know, describe that as being a sophisticated accent, and that's entirely steeped in racism. Um, and I, um, I also remember um, challenging people on this uh, concept because. Um, I wanted people to realize that it's like just like ranking people based on their race. It's, you know, ranking people based on um, the way they speak. And um, you can understand them. You can. And um, it's this block, I feel, like people are blocking that they're not going to be able to understand someone who speaks with an accent um, that's not white because um, they believe it's bad, you know what I mean? And uh, I, <laughs> I can't, I've gone to this point, I'm, you know, just have gotten to this point where I can no longer watch the program. I'll change the channel. I'll just be like, you know what? I can't watch this anymore. Ah, just, just bugs me so much, you know, like this racism. I just can't stand it. Um, because I'm looking at the subtitles and I'm not watching the program. I'm, I'm just thinking like, oh, it's just so frustrating. And, um, I, I want to I guess challenge you. I hope that if you're listening to this, um you'll look for that normalized racism in uh your everyday life where um you know people um next time you're watching a a home show or, you know, a, a food cooking show and, you know, a chef there has an accent and they, you know, are subtitling them, even though they're conversing with, like, the host in plain English, um, you know, question those things, wonder why that is and um, why, you know, the person editing this or, you know, the conversations that happened um, where someone had to say, oh, we should subtitle it, and that there was nobody in the room who was like, why? Why? Why are we assuming that even though, you know, they were clearly having a conversation, um, the host of the show had no trouble understanding them, and they were having a perfectly fine conversation, or like the homeowners were talking with everybody, and it's in English, 
why do we feel the need to then subtitle it in English? You know, like the fact that no one was like, maybe we're just, you know, assuming that this accent is difficult to understand because we feel like um, this person is so foreign and, um, you know, different and other, like, it just, it needs to stop. It's, it's one of those things where it seems like a little thing, but it's really a big thing. It's, um, so important to use inclusive language and, um, have this equity of, um, language because words matter. Um, you know, I talk about it a lot and I, I say it a lot, but those words matter. People make it seem like words can't hurt anybody or do anything. And it does hurt. I, I imagine that, um, you know, the people watching these programs that are in it and then they see the subtitles, that's got to sting, right? Like it's just got to, it's can't feel, um, good that they felt like you were so unintelligible, um, even though you were speaking clearly and, um, that you needed to be subtitled, um, it's just, it's so important to, um, you know, make people feel that they're not being measured against whiteness um, we need to get away from this f false measure of um, what's good and what's right and what's easy to understand um, and normalizing that as well. We need to get away from normalizing it and just... Um, being very mindful of normalizing this kind of racism because it's not right and it bugs me for a reason <laughs> because it's not right and um i think i hope that um you know as we move towards questioning and challenging our um, biases and, you know, our unconscious biases that, um, we look at these kinds of practices and realize just how offensive and racist they are. And, uh, yeah, no, no to subtitling English <laughs> speakers, uh, regardless of their race. So that's my stance on that issue. So <laughs> please uh, let me know what you think. If you find it frustrating, do you flip the channel like I do when that happens? Um, and uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you next time.